Hello, beautiful people and fellow winers, and welcome to another episode of A Little Something to Wine About with your host, Siobhan Camille. And Ta'e Michelle. Where we wine while we wine, W-I-N-E, about life, relationships, culture, and of course, wine, because sometimes you just need to wine a little. Um, a lot. A lot. <laughs> it is fourth Wednesday, so we are, we are for the culture, okay, for the culture. Um, this is our photo culture series. You know, we're talking black issues. And today we are going to want this might be a little controversial. But we're going to want about being cultural gatekeepers. Period. And it's okay. And why that's okay. I mean, but let me just tell you that's our pretty much our stance on it is that it's okay. To it, it's okay. It's okay. So we, we get the other side, but it's okay. <laughs> we're gonna talk about this. Um, you know, and this while this is for the culture, this is we specifically talking about us. This is exclusive to us. I mean, you know. Gatekeep your culture. I understand. Listen, let's protect it. Protect your culture, especially in these good old U.S. LA's, these states here. Protect your culture, claim it, make sure everybody knows the stores, trademark it, patent it, stamp it. Anyway, do what you (laughs) okay. We are talking about that today. Um, we are still in Chardonnay, uh, by the way, and we are still in our first official month of year two coming to the end of it but we are here and so grab a glass of your favorite red white rosé chardonnay if you want to join us sparkling cider if you're you know for our non-alcoholic drinkers we've had a couple on the podcast so we wrap we with y'all we with you, um, we, with you. We, we do dry episodes H two of the O, and yeah. y'all can join us on the couch. Everybody is welcome to the couch, beautiful people. Yes, yes. But if you're sipping wine, please be twenty one, and don't drink and drive, and don't drink and drive. <laughs> Period. Be responsible. This is your brain on drugs. Just <laughs> <laughs> this is your car after an alcohol accident. Like, don't do it. People. Oh, remember in drivers? Uh, I don't know if y'all had to take it in New York, but drivers aid classes they would show you like. Uh, snippets of like the most horrific car accidents and you would be like they would like literally scare you like it's crazy i don't think we had that episode i, I just remember ours they're really boring but i don't think yeah. it was they are very um, boring. yeah i don't remember anything about horrific accidents though oh they showed us oh this is what happens when you're not paying attention to the road this is what happens if you drink and drive like like, oh my goodness, like some of the accidents, like the cars looked like they were sitting in the junkyard for about three, four years and for this to be a fresh accident. Like, Jesus, huh, clutch my pearls and I don't have oil. Y'all have to excuse my, my stain on my shirt. <laughs> so just a little condensation. So just you know, a little bit from this here bottle and the struggle of opening it with this here wine opener that I can't stand so it, it was real but I won the battle it's not yours it's the Lord's uh <laughs> not Yolanda no what what uh we are conquerors okay I got it open um uh so I hope y'all have a wonderful week I know I ain't greet y'all hey hey stuff I hope y'all have a wonderful week and a productive week, a productive May, you know, um, I guess the weather is, I don't know, it, it went back, but you know, we're we going to get the summer at some point, um, <laughs> we, we, we are, but you know, I hope you're enjoying 
whatever the climate is wherever you are. Um, so let's jump right into this popping grapes piece. Uh, Siobhan, what, what's your popping grapes experience you're having today? So my last Chardonnay for Chardonnay May is from Turning Leaf. Um, I usually read at the end, but I'm gonna read right now, cause why not? <clears throat> As you uncork this bottle of our Chardonnay, we invite you to enjoy the aromas of tropical fruit and butterscotch and layered flavors of pineapple, peach, and nectarine as they mingle with the oak character, adding rich texture and a creamy mouthfeel. I don't know how I feel because I'm not really a fan of butterscotch, but pineapple and peach and nectarine I'm here for. So I'm curious to see what this is going to be. I was going to say, that sounds like a lot to go into a Chardonnay. That sounds heavy on the ingredients. Um, but okay. <laughs> um, and I have 14 hands wineries, Chardonnay. It's in uh, Washington State. Uh, what does it say on the back? <laughs> you want to get the bottles with nothing. Huh? You want to get the bottles with nothing. This one says something. No, it, it got it's not that it, it got some it says delicate floral aromas complemented by rich melon apple and pear flavors so yours is a little fruity too yeah it sounds like it's, it's this might be a lot going on <laughs> i like oh, the yeah. horses though the horses are pretty mine just has a leaf on it but it's nice and simple and clean i like simple and clean i do too it's i mean but mm, i can't do nothing about the ladies and I did not plug up my mic, so we just gonna rock with this today. Um, <laughs> look, it's been one of those days, y'all. Okay, work and home and school for the children. It's it's been the last couple of days I've been getting it done, but it's it's been a little rough. So I'm gonna pop this cork and pour this gloss in my um designated mariah carey glass yes the mariah carey glass the mariah carey glass i guess that's what i'll, I'll start naming my glasses that's fair that's fair i have oh, had mariah the good day bad day and the the game of thrones i mean mine don't need to really be that i mean this is plain this is my plain jane because they ain't, this is green that's it got you so uh, this is my mariah carey glass um I gotta think of names for my other two. Well, three. Well, you know, I collect these things, guys. <laughs> I'm a bit of a wine glass freak before before I even drink wine, which is weird. I mean, some look really nice. So I can see that as a collection. Yeah. But anyway, y'all, we all over the place. And this, this, this is gonna be one of those episodes where we might be a little bit all over the place. But bear with us, okay? Um while we jump into this topic here. So let me tell y'all how this came about. <laughs> yeah, let's give a little background on the, the background on the topic. story on how this topic came about. I was watching, well, no, I wasn't watching. I was scrolling my Facebook on the watch side. I guess it's where they show all the shows and stuff. I barely really ever do that, but I did it and uh, I don't know if it was Real Housewives. One of them ratchet reality shows was, it was a young lady 
who was upset with this other young lady because okay i think she was like she wasn't black but i think she like dominican or spanish mm. or something um she's upset because the other young lady who is african-american um had an event and she invited the black mom or the black women and her organization is really geared to um black women having a support system amongst themselves right where they you know and they were going on a trip or something like she was having an event and the other that's what i'm gonna call her because i don't know her ethnicity sorry was very upset because the black lady told her no you're not invited <laughs> because you're not a black woman and she was very very offended because she married a black man so they have children so her children are half black are, are half black so she felt like sorry it's, it's summertime next is coming and that's sorry i missed it <laughs> Um, but anyway, she felt that she should be able to go because she was, I, I'll say, a woman of color. Mm -hmm. And the lady, the girl, the, the black girl was just like, no, this is for black women, African-American women, because we don't have a chance where we can go and talk amongst ourselves about things that we particularly go through, you know, and kind of vent and talk to each other, uplift each other. This is for us. And well, she was saying so much more, I'm summarizing. Mm -hmm. And when I listened to her argument, I understood that quite. I understood it completely because we go through struggles, issues, day-to-day um, -day life, and deal with things that even I would say women of color or of some, you know, brown descent don't go through as an African American, you know, in a living in America, women go go through. It, it's things that we deal with, it's stereotypes that we deal with, and we need a space. And that's what she was creating a space for. And if that was her demographic for her business, then that's the demographic for her business. You cannot be and you won't be you're not included in everything just like and what when i watched that what that did was it triggered in me uh uh, uh we we have to be more selfish with our culture um and i took the cultural standpoint because at the same time we constantly see the battle of our hairstyles not even let alone our hair texture but we see the battle of our hairstyles and how when another culture or race does do or duplicate that mimic the hairstyle, it's accepted. But the originators, it's, it's not acceptable. It's frowned upon. You looked at, you're looked at sideways. You're treated differently. It's, you know, mm -hmm. you get that. Mm, but someone else from a different culture will do it and it's acceptable um where i am all for inclusion every you know us being at the table 
Yes, because we have to be at these tables to be included, to have a voice. I understand that. However, there are certain things, everything, I think we forget everything ain't for everybody. I growing up when we would see certain children acting out, our parents just looked at us and we knew that just wasn't something that we was going to do. And that was a cultural thing because we knew culturally we don't do that stuff. And I feel like we've lost a lot of part of lost a lot of that part of our identity in trying to be included in everything. I'm like, it's okay. We don't. we don't have to be at where I understand wanting to be at all the important tables, but we don't have to be at every table, y'all. We not unless you're a black Jewish person. What you sitting over there at that table for? Especially if you don't understand the culture. You know, you're not trying to. They not over here trying to understand us. And I know it might sound like I'm preaching separation, but I'm not. But it, it's certain things like our traditions. Yes, I know soul food clogs the arteries and all the, you know, all the bad stuff. But if you go off of it traditionally, we don't have it all the time now. And talking about that Sunday dinner, that Sunday dinner does not have to be fried chicken, you know, Thanksgiving all over. <laughs> it, it, it literally be a regular dinner. But, you know, like your Thanksgivings, your Christmases and things like that. We have our own traditions as African-Americans that we do or that we have that others don't have. Let's, let's, let's keep that. Let, let's, let's. I mean, I don't disagree with that. I will say this. I will say this from a cultural perspective all all the way around. And I think black people, black people, I'm just like flat, get flack for this statement. And I I understand actually why, because it's a matter of, oh, you fought so hard to be included. Now you want to segregate yourself. I get, please understand. And I get that because it's the same thing thing that men say to women. You want to be in this space and place, but then you want to have a woman's only gym pick one. Here's the thing though. As you said, it's knowing the tables that everybody needs to be at. Everybody doesn't need to be at every table. If we're talking about a policy that's going to impact everyone, then yes, everyone needs to be at that table. When people say that we wanted to be at a table, well, the the thing of what our, our parents and grandparents fought for in equality and for us to have a seat at that table was the fact that Separate but equal didn't, was not equal. It wasn't, you're getting the same books we're getting, but y'all are over there. We were getting five years, 10 year old books that were falling apart. It wasn't. That's what the, the battle was about. You're not giving us the same. You're still treating us as three fifths of a person. That right. was what that fight was about. Let's be clear. Let's be very clear. And even to this day, when it comes to, to government and policy that's going to impact everybody. Everybody. Like, it's not most of that, most of it. And I'm not saying that you don't have specific cultural and race-based policies because you do. And I know everybody, let me tell you right now, people want to get up on welfare. First of all, do you know how many programs are on welfare? Because there are three welfare programs that are strictly for Native Americans. I just want to put that out there. Because everybody, whenever you hear welfare, only thinks of Black people. That's error on a whole lot of levels. But anyway, I'm bringing that up because it's a matter of policies. 
when you talk in government and the government is for the people, we the people, as it says in that document, y'all, we the people, guess what? Black people, we are the people. Muslims, we are the people. LGBT, we are the people. These are all the white people, we are the people. Asians, we are the people. Children, we are the people. Adults, we are the people. And no children cannot vote because of, of mental incompetencies at this age, like at the age that they are. And that's why you do that. But if you're going to say at 18 and you're not a felon, you can vote. It means you have a seat at the table, which means if I have a seat at a table that can influence policy that's going to impact my life, then I should have a seat at that table. That's the table for the general. Now, to the point, I don't understand. I, let me say this. I, feel, I find it interesting that largely when Black people, Black people are the only ones that get like flack for segregating, quote unquote, mm -hmm. or for separating. Because it's a whole bunch of Jewish community centers and they nobody got nothing to say about none of them, not a, not a one. And I understand, I understand that religion is a little wonky in this country as far as that, because you could say, well, Jewish is a religion. Okay. But it's also a culture. Like, let's not play that game. Because that's why they got upset when uh, Whoopi Goldberg said what she said. So if, if, if you want to, if you want to go there, check like, let's, let's be serious. My thing is, there, there are a couple of things that she, that she brought up that I want to touch on. Number one, just because you marry somebody of a different race, culture, whatever, does not put you in that race, culture, whatever. That's not what you You are not with. now included. You are yes. not now included. If I marry a Greek man, okay, if I were to marry a Greek man, I'm not suddenly Greek. The fact that on whatever day of whatever year we got married and we are now together does not make me Greek. It doesn't. It's not going to. So if his sisters all want to get together with their friends and have a Greek woman's day, I'm going to sit my non-Greek Black American tail in the house with my with my Greek husband and we're going to chill. And I'm not going to be mad at his sisters. I'm not going to be mad at his mama. I'm not going to be mad at his friends. You, how was it? That's what I'm asking you. Did y'all get done what you needed to get done in that meeting that y'all had? That's great. You're not mad if somebody, if a business isn't calling you, right? You're not mad if you're at home and I don't know, it, no, I can't use them. The, the company of Exxon Mobil is sitting around having these debates. Google is sitting around having these debates and you're about what they're going to do. You're not like, oh my God, no, I, I use Google so I should be included. You use it. And that you actually have a closer whatever because you actually use Google. Marrying a person of any other culture or ethnicity, race, does not make you that. And and as for the as for the kids, and I'm, I'm going to take somebody off on a second, but as for the kids, those kids are mixed as well, because I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have mixed cousins, love them dearly. But if I was going to have a black girls get together, nieces and nephews. if I was going to have a black girl get together, I might not invite them because the fact of the matter in this world is they are not seen the same way that I am. They're not. They're, they they're, they're Italian, their Italian mother shields them from a lot of different plight because if nothing else even if people assume that they're black and they go oh well, my mom's italian guess what my mind switch in the person they're talking to they are not, oh it's different it's not the same it's, it's the same, same like you said on what was it the other episode when you would tell people that um i say i was a whole bunch of stuff just to see people the whole, right you would tell people oh yeah well so and so's this well, uh, this is that like oh okay well then this like it because we, uh, being an African-American has 
this quote unquote, this very high strung, angry at the world. It has a lot of negative connotations. It has a lot of negative negative connotations. connotations behind it. If you mention you're of another racial ethnicity, then you're treated differently. You're treated differently. It's, oh, okay. And because people have made up in their mind who you are. Just they have made up in their mind who you are based on the fact that you are a black woman. Everything else goes out the door. The minute you're like, oh no, my mom's turning and my dad is, is Bahamian. Oh, so what's it like on the islands? How's being a Caribbean? Suddenly there's questions because now they want to get to know you. Because if you just come at them looking how you look and you're a dark-skinned woman, you're a melanated woman and you have certain pheno, a general phenotype that says black, AKA of the African diaspora, then you are looked at in a certain way. Let's be very clear. And I say this because, and I've known some Afro-Latinos, they got Latinas, no problem with them personally, but <clears throat> y'all are treated differently. I know Dominicans darker than but me. They that mentioned, are- see, this is my other part to that. They acknowledge that they're treated differently. Yeah, I know Dominicans darker than me treated better than me because they're Dominican. So, so race and culture are a weird thing in this country. Yes. And, and and all we're saying is we have things that we do as black people in this country. We have things that we don't do as black people in this country. We have traditions that others don't have as black people in this country. And it's okay for us to own that and not and say to someone that's not in that doesn't fall into that category this ain't for you and again you want to talk you want to talk about segregation chinatowns throughout this country are extremely exclusive Ooh, extremely I worked segregated. In for four, five years, so they I'm- don't talk to anyone outside a lot of them will not talk to anyone matter of fact i before me and the boyfriend got together, I went on a couple of dates with a Chinese dude. Okay. Yeah. I, listen, I got stories y'all of international interracial dating. If y'all want to come talk to me. And that was one of the conversations we had because I'm not an idiot. I knew this. So I was like, you're not only Asian, but you're Chinese and y'all are well known for keeping locks. Is that how your family is? And he was like, I mean, my dad's more like that than my mom is. And I was like, okay. He was like, but I don't really care what their opinion is. And I've gotten right. into it with both of them. And that's him for taking that step out. Cause he was like, I've dated black women, black females. I've dated black women. I, I like black women. I like Indian women. He's like, I just like women. He was one of those. Right. I just like right. women. So, but yes, my parents have a very, again, traditional old school, keep it over here. You go that way. We go this way. We can be cordial, but we don't, I don't F with you on that level. Keep it out of my family. Like, you know, I mean, I'm a, it happens. And, and we, I'm and it happens right. within the race. I'm sorry, not such well. It happens within the race as well, because I know Nigerians who do not want their kids with black Americans. I do. I knew this in college. I knew a couple girls. I knew a couple girls who, and gender plays a part as well. I knew Nigerian girls whose fathers did not want them with black men, but I knew Nigerian guys whose parents did not care if they were with a black American woman. Didn't care. So there's all of these nuances that are in this country, realistically, everybody needs their time to be themselves. 
among their own people. I don't have yeah. an issue. Listen, if there's an event that's like, yo, everybody of the African diaspora, regardless of your culture, bring your tail here. I'm there. But I'm to be honest, I don't have an issue, and I know this is going to be real controversial. I don't have an issue if white people say, look, I don't either. Right here, that's for us. Cool. I don't care. Y'all stay over there. My only issue with that one is, and this is with anybody. I'm just gonna bring this with them because historically y'all get together and do like Ku Klux Klan stuff. So I'm just, I mean, but this is what, but this is my thing. But this is my thing. I don't care if white people segregate and have time to be white women over here. If the I listen, it's whole Greek fest, Irish fest, October fest, which is for the Germans. They split. They split based on their own cultures. They they do that. They do that. White people who know their heritage do that. The I'm sorry to say it like this the mutt white people who don't really know and go American because they don't know their heritage, those are the ones. But I've known pure Irish people. I've known Italians. I've known Greeks. I've Listen, y'all, I, I have been around, okay? I've known them and they will split and we eat lockies over here if you were in a Jewish house. Yo, we we over here with the baklava. We over here with the, listen, let me tell you that I love Bengali. If you're a Bengali, let me tell you that I love you, okay? If you're a Bengali woman, let me tell you that I love you. Because um, I was, y'all introduced me to Puri. I'm gonna say y'all as a collective, even though it was like two chicks, two girls, two girls. <laughs> in high school, uh, introduced me to Puri around freshman year. And that was sophomore freshman year. And that was like the best thing they've ever done in my life. Puri blessed me as a bread lover, okay? I'm still here for it. Even more than not. Even more than not. <laughs> not as cool, but I'm here for the Puri. I'm here for the Puri. I'm telling you. Somebody but I say that because, I, like, for real, <laughs> I'm saying this because I went to a predominantly white high school. Right. Which meant I had Asians in there. And again, Chinese, Korean, Japanese, different. I had... Clearly, it was a predominantly white, but I had people who I knew a Greek dude, I knew Italian. My my best friend was Italian. My gay husband was is Italian. I knew some Irish and some mixed in there. I knew. Some, listen, y'all, and we the black people sat at the table by ourselves mostly. You had a couple white people that came in and they were like, "Hey, hey what you like?" But we sat. They sat. It's fine. I don't see why there has to be this big trigger. I don't have an issue with anybody segregating. As long as in your segregation, you're not trying to be like the next Hitler or the next right. Gaddafi that was my or, that or the next Idi Amin. I don't need you. Not plotting no hate, yeah. no hate stuff. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, oh, we're be- or you're not, oh, we're better than X, Y, and Z. As long as that's not going on, and granted, because I'm not at your table, I don't, I, I don't know. However, I hope that that's not. I hope that you're, you know, you're doing something productive in a good way. Um, you know, I, I but that's that, like, but with- there's nothing wrong if if you're not doing anything bad, negative, right, or, or negative, then. By all means, have your have your have your clubs, have your um, have your get-togethers, have your so have it one because again, not just with black people. There are things that white women go through that I'm gonna be honest, I can't relate to. Nope. I can empathize with. Yep. I can have sympathy. Indeed. But I can't relate. So, because that's not my plight and that's okay. That's what we're saying. Like, it's okay for us not to always be like this with 
And as long as it's done in a positive way. And I know people, well, separation is never positive. That's a lie because divorce is real. And sometimes when you divorce somebody, that separation is a good thing. When you separate yourself from that sugar that you know that you shouldn't be eating, that's a good thing. When you separate yourself from your toxic family, you know, y'all like talking about to you, that's a good thing. Separate yeah. yourself from that alcohol, drug addiction, separation. That's a good thing. So separation is not always bad. No. It's what you're doing within that separation. Yep. It's what you're preaching and you're nurturing and, and you're conjuring up in that separation. That's the issue. If you know that you're you're positive, you're productive, you're putting out good things, you want X, Y, and Z to happen, this, that, and the other, and it's communicated in the way where it's like, look, it's nothing against you. But this, this is for us. It's okay. And I just need for us to realize it's okay. Not only us, I need for others to Everybody. realize it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one, two. And if you're not included, guess what? Leave people alone. Yeah. Because historically, we know that there are some that will see others separate themselves and do well. And they go, oh, no, they can't do well. I'm going over there. Destruct, destruct, destruct. No, that's not how you do that. Leave them alone. Find a way to collaborate. My thing is this. Why are you, why do you have that much time on your hands to be that miserable that you don't have anything going on? And I see this, I see this so much lately on social media. And I, I had a conversation with a boyfriend the other day. I said, yo, at the rate men and women are going, we're going, they going, there's not going to be. Everything's going to turn violent because they refuse to talk and hear each other. And I'm saying this because again, it's a matter of that separation there. And I, I said this, even as a child, the truth of the matter is we are all multifaceted none of us are the same thing if i may be included in a in a in a group that's dedicated to our black women cool but if there's a black woman group about for chicks in dc like born and raised i'm not a part of that group that's fine i am right but that's what i'm saying i'm not a part of that group do what y'all need to do i didn't grow up there you're not mad if you're not invited to somebody else's high school reunion right because you didn't go there that's not your story. Or class reunion. Or class that reunion. Wasn't you, class. It, that wasn't your class. Even if you wanted it to be your class, that may not have been your class. Like there, there's stuff that men have that women need to respect. And I respect, have your man time. There's stuff that women have. There may be things, there are going to be things. That's why I say people, we are multifaceted. There are things I'm going to better relate to a white, to a black man on than I will to a white woman. And though we are both women, I'm going to relate when it comes to this thing over here with this, this black man and I, we here. But by the same, on the other side, there may be an issue where it's like, yo, I relate better to this white woman than I do. Then I do over here. here. I and that's okay too. It, it, that, I think and depending, okay. quite frankly, because I don't want to feel whatever that it has to, there may be stuff that depending on the white man, I relate better to him than both the black man and the white woman. If, if like, if it's a matter of, Let's say that the white dude grew up middle class and the black chick and the black the black dude grew up rich and the white chick grew up poor. Well, I don't know the rich life or the poor life. Me and this white dude are here because we both know this middle because class. We, we have similar like we we have similar life experience. Right. And 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 that's 
And that's literally what I'm saying. Like we have cultural, cultural differences that we, yes, you can celebrate our cultural difference, you know, oh, mm-hmm. great. You know, you can be supportive, you know, all of that. But if we are, if it's ours and we're celebrating it, let us celebrate it. And the thing about and culture, know that it's nothing against you, but baby, this one right here, this one's for us. And the thing about culture is, culture is so culture is so multifaceted of what makes your culture. And there's the culture that you're born into, but there's also the culture you choose. Yes, you could be born an atheist, and then you just there was no religion in your house, and then you get out on your own and decide you're going to be Catholic or Jewish or Muslim. Or Christian, and now that is a part of your personal culture. My personal culture includes a crap ton of languages, but at its root, includes Spanish. Is that the language that was spoken in my house? No, but is it the language I literally spent four hours today in my professional? That's the language that I had. Okay, that that's what I wanted. You know, French was a part of my mother's culture. Did she grow up in a French house? Yeah, my no. dad too. No, he didn't. He but grew up that, in North Carolina. Ain't nobody speak that know what French is. Okay, but that's and I what, know that wasn't French, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but that's what she wanted to know. When I was in college, Italian was a part of my culture because I I immersed myself. This is what I'm taking on. Culture. I took a school a class in high school, and culture is based on a bunch of different things. And I'm only gonna say the top because these are the ones that come off my head. I think it's like seven or eleven. Culture is based. Wait, culture. Whoa, seven, these well, are the fastest. Yeah. These are the facets that make up culture. Yeah, it was a list. I, it was on like seven. So I don't remember that. I think it was like seven, but it was somewhere in there. I don't know. There was food makes up a culture. Language makes up a culture. Religion makes up a culture. Location makes up a culture. There's so many different things that make up a culture. Your culture can change if you move. I've moved a crap ton of times. So yeah, um, we're all running sister. Listen, I'm here, there, and everywhere. So my culture is all over the place. Um, language. Language can be a part of your culture. Religion. And you can, ch- and some of these, some of these, honestly, you can choose. Or they come by how you feel. You can choose your religion. You can choose the language that you speak. If you, if you live in the U.S. and you want to go learn Chinese, you can go move to China. Figure it out. If you're really invested in that being a part of your personal culture, even if that's not a part of the culture you were born into. And even if you were born into a certain culture, you can still reject certain things. If you were born into a, uh, your household culture was violent and you decide, you know what? I'm going to be a beacon of peace. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing any of that. That can be your personal culture as an adult. If you go up, yeah, my parents were fighting all the time and yelling and screaming. And in my relationships, I refuse, I refuse. That's a part of your culture. But because of that, we have to allow everybody to have that space the same way that we want to have that space if of ours respected. I don't have, again, I don't have an issue with anybody segregating as long as you're not building hate toward any other group in your segre- in your segregated, in your personal time. And your work, yeah. And, that, and that's, to me, I think that that's not unrealistic. It's not unsensible because we do it with the whole, oh yeah, they invited to the cookout. I need. Yep. I need us to stop inviting everybody to cook. Okay. Right. Just because they put a cute TikTok does not suddenly mean they should be invited to the TikTok. Or, or because they they stood up one time. 
for this particular or they made this song they're not automatically invited to the cookout or because oh they grew up poor they know about the struggle that don't mean they 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 welcome to the cookout like we listen listen we can be selfish with the cookout like you know what i'm saying let me talk let's let's talk about that for a second this whole when people get invited to the cookout like that daggone police officer, oh, he was dancing with the kids and such and such and such. Everybody, oh yeah, he invited to the cookout. And then, and then a video comes out of him on another side. Oh, I can't believe I, I, it was I, it was either I can't believe or it was real quiet. No, speak. Stop being the same thing we tell our kids. Oh, well, we should be talking about this. Everybody's not your friend. Everybody not invited to the cookout. Just because <laughs> somebody can dance with you. Let me tell you what. Just because somebody can dance with you and somebody's there in a good time doesn't mean. My my homie said this to me a minute ago. Uh, and this was back when we were talking. He was like, I mean, but can you stay in the rain? And I know it's cheesy and I know it's a cheesy new edition song. But for real, just because you see somebody out here dancing, everybody's up for the, for the good time party. If you've ever been on a cruise, if you've ever been on a vacation, like at a resort, if you've ever been out of the country on a vacation, if you've ever vacationed, everybody on a vacation gets vacation mind, right? Because everybody's here for the party. You will have one of the most racist people that's up here chum chummy kicking it with everybody. Taking pictures. All taking pictures with everybody. You will have one of the biggest homophobic that terminology is problematic but that's a one for another time you have the biggest homophobic person chilling with the gay chilling with the gays because he's party it's in party mode got everybody party do let me tell you what do not ever judge somebody by who they are in party mode you want to judge somebody by who they are catch them in the hard times that's for anything can you stand around? Can you stand around? That's what, because let's be real. That's what builds friendships. That's what builds romantic relationships. That's how you know. You think that dude is for you, right? Until your car broke down and you needed his help. And then he was nowhere to be found. You thought that chick was for you, right? Until you lost your job and you couldn't really afford to take her out anymore. Then she wasn't, right? You thought that was your sister until... You left her along with your man and then something happened, right? You thought, you said that was your brother. That was your boy. He had your back, right? Mm-hmm. Until he, until somebody told him, some, some girl came around between y'all and now y'all beefing. Hard times, hard times and tough conversations. And if you haven't seen that, please watch Tough Conversations because we just had that. Tough conversations, tough times show you who somebody is if they're really there for you or not. Mm-hmm. Everybody's here for the party. Yep. Who's going to help you clean up? Who's going to help you set up? Who's going to help you kick people out when they're getting out of hand? Everybody's here for the party. Here, who's here for the work? Hmm. Can you say That's a word. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we just saying it's okay to be selfish a little bit. Just like we self, just like we tell people sometimes you have sometimes you have to be selfish with your time. Sometimes you have to tell people no. That goes into That's your culture too. Every facet of life. Yep. That goes for your culture too. Ain't nothing wrong with cultural gatekeeping, y'all. No. I'm I, I'm I'm just gonna say. White women. Oh Lord. 
I love y'all. I, I like hanging with white women. Like, I think they're hilarious. Like, no matter what. I got a funny story, but yeah. I think they're hilarious. I think they're hilarious when they cry. I think they're hilarious <laughs> when they're in a funny mo. Box braids. Oh boy. They don't belong to you. And it's okay. Head wraps and head scarves. And I'm saying this because a couple of years ago, Miss Khloe Kardashian had one and she got on. And I remember she got the wrath of the Islamic community as right she should because it was like how you turn this into a fad and we out here and this is this, this is what black people have been saying forever how you turn it into a fad and we've been out here getting chastised killed murdered discre discredited dis discriminated against uh disrespected over what you got on your head and that least I mean, cultural appropriation versus cultural appreciation is a why for another time. And we a whole we're going to get there one day. We're going to get and, there. But, but the point... I don't know if I'm going to drink that day because I probably should. <laughs> but, my, but my thing is, too, that everything's not for everybody. And, that, and, and everything's not for everybody, especially if you don't understand the, the struggle that went behind it. And I said I had a funny story just because I remember being... I was at a bar and it was a it was a bachelorette party in front of me i was not with there i actually had brought two of my guy friends to the bar i was their dd that night because they were about to be out here being sauced with these chicks they were over on this side with some rando chicks trying to holler and i'm literally posted up on the wall because i'm like yo i don't really do bars i'm this was like early 20s and this i just remember it because this really tall white boy came over to me he was cute this really tall white dude came to me and he was like are you with them and I had not even paid this bridal party any mind, y'all. But when he, because I was watching my friend. When he said it, I turned. Yo, these white chicks was getting so loose. <laughs> One of their bachelorette parties. I was like, because nah. probably looked at him like, you see me over here, you see them. Do I look like I'm with them? I was like, no, no, I'm not with them. But now that they have my attention, they had my attention. You know what I'm right. saying? They had my whole attention. They were hilarious. Pinning gummy bear, gummy rings and stuff. It was, it was, it was great. It was great. I, 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 because of the way and with me dancing, you know, we meet so many different types of people. We meet Russians. We've met so many different types of people, you know, mm -hmm. and and they're, you know, you're introduced to their culture. So. And if you don't understand it, that's okay. Ask questions. They might look at you funny because it's their culture. It's their norm. It's their norm, right. It's their norm. So, and that's okay too. And some things, just, just know that you, that party not for you. And it's okay. If they invite you, you have a choice to go or to not, to learn and appreciate. Or you have a chance to say, you know what? I'm gonna let y'all have y'all fun and we can catch up another time you know we can do something else it's okay to be selfish with us we can say no baby this is for us from hairstyles to clothing to the way that we carry ourselves to the way that we speak um slang to one another we can be selfish and we realize also that some stuff is harder to police. Right. 
Language being the biggest one because now everybody is cis and queen. Anyway, um, I had an issue with them anyway, but now that everybody, whatever. First of all, as a black woman, right? I said I had an issue with them anyway. Right, sis is one thing because I don't call everybody sis, even as a black woman. Everybody ain't sis, right? They not. Just because I see another black girl, I'm not going. Hey, sister, that was never me. Me neither. That was not a part of my slang term. No, nope. that that's not who I was. That's not part of my culture. That's not part of right. That's not part of my culture. <laughs> Everybody ain't sis. If mm -hmm. I call you sis, it's because you sis to me. Right. If I don't call you sis, it's what's up, homie. <laughs> it's level. Hey, baby. It's level. Level. Hey, it's definitely level. So that's one. The whole queen king thing. Look, stop. Uh, Wine for another time, but 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 yes but i really yeah. the only reason i even bring them up is because again you can't police language and i've seen everybody nowadays say sis and queen and it's no different than it's no different than how you now get bro what's up bro because all oh, of dog. that all of that originates all of that has the same origin i'll leave it there all of that has the same origin. It's no different than when people did back in the 90s. Hey, what's up, sister? Oh, that's, hey, sister girl. And then, hey, sister girl, there's a, listen, I understand it's harder to police language, but the thing is, acknowledge where it comes from. That's all I'm saying. I realize that the language itself is English. Don't be mad at us that we speak English. That was not a choice we made. It was not a choice our ancestors made, okay? That's what we got. And the only reason I say that is because I don't see these same people trying to claim they made yoga. Why? Because yoga is still in Sanskrit. But just because our terminology is in English, not by choice, does not mean that it is open season. It doesn't. It doesn't. That's not, that's not, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we're just saying it's okay for us to have ours. It's okay for y'all to have yours. Ain't okay for y'all to have y'all. It's okay. All right. No, we gotta stop. I know that we want to be included, everybody, but we gotta stop being little kids on the playground. Everything, and that's a that's another thing. We gotta stop. It's it's okay for this to not be for you. Everything's not about you, boo. It's okay for this thing here not to be for you or about you. It's okay. It's okay. That can still be your friend. But understand that your Asian friend is gonna have Asian Asian moments, okay? Understand that you're gonna have some Asian problems. Understand that your Puerto Rican friend is gonna have some Puerto Rican moments and some Puerto Rican problems. Understand your black friend gonna have some black problems and some black moments. Your white friend gonna have some white problems, some white moments. And sometimes they gonna need their own people to vent to who are gonna understand. Your, your girlfriend, your friend that's a female, your homie, whatever, She's going to need to be around other people with a uterus because sometimes you're not going to understand, bruh. And my, my sis, 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 well, no, this isn't sis, that's one. This is for the culture. But listen, y'all, ladies, queen, sis, whatever you want to call yourself, sometimes your dude is going to need his own space because he needs he need, he need homie time. You he needs homie time. It's not about you, boo. It's okay. It's okay. You know, you know, and, and look, look, sometimes estrogen has to be estrogen. Sometimes testosterone has to be testosterone. Sometimes, look. Sometimes 
separate is not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong All with segregation as long as it does not done lead in the positive right. As long That's as it does it. not lead to 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 discrimination. Discrimination, yeah. The separation it's voluntary and chosen and intentional separation is fine especially if you're building those spaces to let me say this if you're building those spaces to uplift you and those like you the problem when it becomes problematic is when you're going to tear down and i say this from a female's perspective because i see a lot of black women groups who women are getting together to uplift uplift and i'm not saying guys don't do this but a lot of the guys stuff that i see when dudes get together is tearing women down and there are spaces where women are also doing the same thing. I'm not going to not acknowledge that, that women are getting together to tear men down. That's not going to work. That's where the problem comes in. And that's just on gender split. That's not good. That's, it's never positive. If you're going to separate yourself to heal yourself, and I understand if you need to vent about your day, but it, it needs to be about how to improve yourself and improve the world. It can't be about, well, we improve the world by taking out these people over here. That's never, ever a no, good thing. That's, that's it not doesn't okay. work. No. It's not going to work. It's and it's not okay. It's, it's... So let's, let's just do good and positive things and know that it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to be a little selfish with your culture. And it's okay and to be true. by yourself and not included. That's it. That's what we're saying. That's it. That's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Remember what your mama's told you when you was little? Baby, everything not for you. And that's okay. And there it is. And that's the message right there. And on that note, ladies, we're going to say, and gentlemen, we're going to say, that was a good one. That was horrible. Hold on. You didn't hear it? Mom was quick here. Cheers to that. I mean, I heard it, but it wasn't good. Like deep and like doom. What is it? The bells of Notre Dame? Anyway. Well, cheers to that. Cheers <laughs> to all of that. I'm going to let you go first today. Tell me about your children. Um, so now that we're at the conclusion of this, um, my wine review for the 14 hands is my rating for this is going to be a four. Oh, this was really, this was nice. Um, this was a nice steady Chardonnay chill. It was clean. Um, I feel like it's medium, light to medium body. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not as acidity level. Mm -hmm. It's not high. Okay. Um, I do taste floral what is it the floral um aromas i smell those um i tasted the pear more so than the apple and i guess that funny taste was melon i never liked melon even when i could eat fruit so outside of watermelon i'm not a melon person um but it was good i enjoyed it so my rating is a four Okay, yeah, I had to try that again. Um, <laughs> it starts off well, and I think it's the pineapple and peach, but then that butterscotch hits, and I really don't like butterscotch. And the aftertaste is butterscotch. And you know, when the, the last thing you taste is what sticks with you? Mm-hmm. 
So it started out like, oh, it's a three. It could go either. Well, okay, there's a butterscotch now for 2.5. Gotcha. Like, I wouldn't, this is not a Chardonnay. And I'm kind of disappointed because it was between this and another Chardonnay that I'm probably going to get at another time because I really did want a Chardonnay. And that was the Sea Glass because I had had their Pinot Grigio, I think it was, and I loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I decided to try a new brand. So I was like, let me try Turning Leaf. And I don't like the Chardonnay though. And especially given Chardonnay May, and we've had two others already. Mm -hmm. This to me would be, would be the, isn't, isn't the best. It would be and the that's fine. That's fine. You're not going to like all the Chardonnay. No, I know this, but I feel bad yeah. for like, if anybody from Turning Leaf, it's not personal. This just isn't my Chardonnay. And honestly, it's the butterscotch. It, if there was no butterscotch, it would be higher rated. It would be like, oh, this is a nice chill. You know, Chardonnay is around and I wanted to bring it cool. But the butterscotch to this, for me, ruins this because I, for my taste buds, guys, I, I, don't, like the, I don't like the butterscotch. I know people used to run to their grandmother's house, little candy dish and grab the butterscotch. I was always like, yeah, where's I was the not. I wanted the strawberry. I wanted the peppermint. <laughs> so I don't. I don't that clean and breezy open your sinuses that's that's me so I don't the peppermint was after the strawberry for me and it had to be the red one because I don't like the candy yeah I didn't I really wasn't that candy dish that stayed over over there um yeah so I'm gonna have to give this a 2.5 I really it wasn't for me because of the butterscotch Roman said it yeah he, he likes tap dancing he's tap dancing He's like, I just want, I just want y'all to know I'm here. <laughs> I cut his nails the other day too. Well, now he's on my bed. But yeah, later. Um, y'all, it's real. We got kids and significant others and stuff. You know, life happens while we record this podcast. It I just does. Want y'all to know. It does. Y'all will see me randomly look. Uh, <laughs> we, we real life. Okay, we real life. We real life. We're real life. Real life, real life. Raw, unfiltered, and unscripted. This Look, is hello. Hello. Yeah, we, we don't always get it right, but we try to be very um, honest and clear on what we're saying to you all. And we definitely appreciate you all for watching and sticking with us and winding with us each and every week. Um, so on that note, we're going to wrap up and come to a conclusion of this wonderful episode of A Little Something to Whine About with both of your hostesses. Ty and Michelle and Miss Siobhan Camille. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, be sure you hit that like, that like, subscribe, and share, and comment below. Let us know how you feel about being selfish about your culture. You don't have to be an African-American, just your culture in general. What is something that you feel that, hey, you can be a little bit more selfish with? Um, let us know in the comments below. We would love to hear from you. Also, if you have not um, suggested a, a wine brand or a winery, you can list that below too. We're always up for uh for, for those new trips, new adventures, probably great experiences. Like we here for that. So leave a comment below. We like to hear from you. Don't forget, there's a giveaway that's happening on our live uh, broadcast for this month. So check out the details on our IG page for that as well. And that is at a little something, the number two, wine about. And as always, there's nothing wrong with a little wine. Just a little bit of fun. 
And as she said, be sure that you come to, if you want to subscribe, you can win a free $25 gift card. We will be announcing it this Saturday at our Wine Out Live, 3 p.m. YouTube and Instagram. So join us, wine with us. Make sure you subscribe on IG, a little something. So number two, wine about to win that gift card. And as always, as she said, there is nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. With just a little bit of wine, y'all. Sometimes we need to wine. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to catch y'all next week. Toodles. Thank you for whining with us on this episode of A Little Something to Whine About. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to join us live the last Saturday of every month on YouTube or Instagram. And we'll see you next Wednesday for more fun, more laughs, and of course, more wine.